on Friday, you know? It's on The View, I don't know whether you saw. I met the new girl, Abby, and everything. I love that show, I tell you that all the time. Thank you. Okay, stop. I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about The View with me. Is the world flat? Yes. I'll call it Deja The View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. Hello, welcome back to Jan Arden and Arlene Dickinson's <laughs> new podcast. <laughs> Today. I didn't think you knew about that. Yeah, they announced a new podcast. Uh-huh. And if you're listening in the States, never mind. <laughs> Today we're joined by Toronto... Um, Local Toronto <laughs> man, Gaby, last name, baby. Thank you, Kevin. Well, happy to be here. <laughs> Welcome, Gabe. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Oh, I'm so happy you could be here. Um, so Piper Parabo got arrested. <laughs> I didn't know we'd be talking about this. <laughs> Star of Coyote Ugly. Star um, of Lost and Delirious. Star of Cheaper by the Dozen. Star of Imagine Me and You. She was arrested for civil disobedience. Mm -hmm. Are you a big Piper Parabo fan, Gabe? Um, No, I don't even know the name, to be honest. Have you seen Coyote Ugly? Honestly, I have not even seen the movie. Okay, we're off to a great great. start. I might be the biggest Piper (laughs) Parabo fan. Um... I, as soon as I saw the headline of her getting arrested, I was like, ah, and then I watched the video and I was like, oh, literally she like stood up during the whatever in court and they like started arresting everyone who stood up. Yeah. Because, um, the Trump's Supreme court nominee Kavanaugh is like supposedly has spoken out against Roe v. Wade Yeah, and he Mm -hmm. like hates women. Yeah. And, um, she, they have hearings before it's like official uh-huh. and she was protesting in the hearings and she got arrested. Yeah. Cause she was like with a group of women and some of them started standing up and getting arrested. And then you see the video of like her looking around and being like, this isn't right. I have to do something. I said that with an accent. This isn't right. I have to do something. <laughs> <laughs> and she stands up, but the face that she makes in that moment, I've seen so many times in movies, and that's when I was like, wow, that's a good actress. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's actually really funny because last night he um well I don't know if this happened last night, but someone has a come out and accused Kavanaugh yeah. of sexually assaulting them yeah. in high school. Mm-hmm. I heard about this. And yeah. then last night, um, and suddenly this like letter appeared mm-hmm. that had 65 women that he supposedly knew at the time that this assault happened being like no he's a good man but it was fucked because like it just it was like he was waiting like why would you have that letter also we're not talking about someone who like is like 20 and and high school was like five years ago it's so he's like in his 40s yeah like how are there 65 people how are there 65 women from his high school still alive let alone like willing to go on the record at a moment's notice yeah but piper parabo is on it so it's fine um she like you mean she's gonna fix it not like she's on the the letter no (laughs) she's i mean she's gonna fix it she paid her 35 dollar fine and got out of jail and she's right back in the hearings yeah which is nothing to her. Do you know how often Coyote Ugly plays on <laughs> repeats on TV? <laughs> she might get some residuals yeah, if exactly. you know yeah. see streams happening. Um, what else? India decriminalized being gay. Okay, work. Mm-hmm. I'm so so happy to hear. Yeah. Um, ever been to India, Gabe? 
Um, yeah, I, I did go actually. Ever been gay in India? <laughs> I was I was gay in India. I went when I was twenty five. Did you wow. get arrested? <clears throat> I did not get arrested. I definitely the thought crossed my mind about like being a tourist, doing gay things. Uh-huh. What opening... kind of gay things did you do <laughs> in India? Oh, we're, we're going there really fast. Oh my god. Um, I did a couple gay things when I was there. One of them was this guy I met on the beach uh-huh. um, in Goa. Um, he offered me marijuana, like Whoa. pretty much immediately on meeting him. He had really like... Was he a cop? That sounds like it was a so setup. Like, he was already smoking, so okay. like, it seemed really cool. <laughs> um, he was he was not Indian. He was visiting from Iran. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like no English skills, but like through body language, like I right. really thought that he was into me. Like I was like, he seems really into me. He's winking. He's like taking drugs in and out of his underwear. Oh my god! He had like a like a little fanny pack thing on top of him, and he was pulling you know stuff out from under there. A fanny pack. Um, We made a plan to meet up later that night, which was really hard to arrange because just like the English was like really really bad. Uh Obviously, like I don't over grinder. Were you using grinder? Grinder. I was using grinder. (laughs) grinder <laughs> that being said this was over facebook because he added oh, me okay. because we you know we've mm-hmm. become like friendly right on the beach you met face to face before met face yeah. to it's face. just like yeah. greece it um, is and we went for a walk down the beach and uh-huh. i was like great like we're gonna you know see what happens on yeah. this walk and i thought it was really romantic maybe time to you know go in for like a kiss or uh-huh. something like that and that's when i realized oh no he's definitely not gay and <gasps> i was just like really <laughs> Cracking up on cues wrong with like you know differences or whatever like maybe the winking is was just like a friendly a friendly wink um oh he did God. manage english like like to have like a sentence and saying i am not this way it's poetic <laughs> which was kind of terrifying oh to God. me momentarily because yeah. i was like oh shit like i'm in india where being gay is currently illegal uh-huh trying to kiss an Iranian dude on and the beach and way. he's not this way is what he just told me so I was like oh okay like gotta go and then I just kind of like ran off like I figured it was just good you to ran. leave it at that I oh did kind of like run down the beach a little because I was just panicking about this like the gravity of in my mind of like the mistake that I had made did you think you were going to jail it's not well <laughs> I think like a lot of fears crossed my mind in the moment. I didn't think I was going to jail, but I was like, what if he like tries to tell someone on me? Yeah. He knows where I'm staying. Da, 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 da. Like, I just don't want any like problems with yeah. the local police in Goa. Um, <clears throat> still have him on Facebook. And he says hi every oh once God. in a while. Like, every couple of years I get like a high message from him. When and you I think, found out that. still not this way. <laughs> <laughs> when it was announced that India had, um, decriminalized did he send a message to say? yeah to say <laughs> honestly I actually heard from him like several weeks ago but I feel like they decriminalized so recently it was probably a little before but wow. you know I'll send him a winking emoji mm-hmm. let him know mm-hmm. you know an article I'll send him a link <laughs> well that's our show <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to getting curious with Jonathan Van Ness um if it seems like i'm delaying the inevitable it's because (laughs) i am um because the view is back and we had our first taste of abby huntsman Mm -hmm. which i'm gonna talk about soon um but first gabe are you a big view fan uh, I'd say I'm like a I'm like a moderately big fan. Uh-huh. I've probably been watching on and off since I was like, um, I don't know, like twelve or thirteen. Which wow, I'm thirty now, so I've been you're watching. already miles ahead. Most of our guests, including our celebrity guests. <laughs> <laughs> um, I it's thought that it uh-huh. was, since we have a new guest. Uh-huh. Um, we should play that game yes. that we used to play all yes. the time. Called Remember when we used to have fun on this yeah. podcast? <laughs> it's called I Have Questions. Oh my god. Um, 
basically I'm just going to say names of you co-hosts and you're going to tell me the first question you would ask of them. Okay. Got it. In one minute. You have one minute. I, so I've got time to think. No. Or do I have a, a minute total? You have no time to think. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Okay. Just like when you ran down that beach. <laughs> <laughs> Memory. Marie. Marie. <laughs> yep. Take it away. Okay. And away we go. Abby Huntsman. What kind of highlighter are you using? Your face looks glowing. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. How many more years are you going to keep doing this? Yeah. Joy Behar. Oh, Joy. Oh. It's going to be like a hair related question. <laughs> like. Because it's never changed. I just want to know, like, are you ever going to change your hair? Mm, like, straighten with bangs. Like, okay. a, whole, a whole new look. A whole new look. Black. <laughs> um, um, who else is even there? Sunny Hostin. It's a question for Sunny Hostin. Um, I can't even think of anything to ask her. My, I maybe have like a comment. It's not a question. I feel like she needs to speak up more. Do you know what I mean? I feel like she's not giving us everything. I want her to, to give us more. Okay. Can you give us more? <laughs> That's it. Okay. Wow. Good work. Um, so, yeah. Abby, <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about Abby. Let's just do it. Um, first impressions of our new co-host. I'll start. I feel like I'm getting a bit of another Paula Ferris vibe yes. from her. So yeah. I'm getting a very like hosty, like pageanty type of person instead of like a real person sharing their actual opinions. Yeah, I agree. She's like a mini politician in a way, like mm-hmm. yeah, in the way that her answers are so overly polished. Yeah, she's way too newsy. It's like everything that she says is like as if she's reading off a teleprompter it's like very like newscaster i want to give her a chance but i feel like these first two weeks i was just like very yeah like there's no fun here i didn't want to give her a chance at all and then there was one day where her highlight looked really really pretty that's (laughs) every day for me (laughs) and then i was like okay we'll try it but yeah. I'm just like, it's so boring. It seems like they're not having any fun. Yeah, there's no chemistry. I mean, it's just maybe, I think everything about Abby hinges on Megan being there and Megan's not there. So now I'm forced to miss Megan, which is... But I'm scared that when Megan is back, it'll be even more of the serious and less fun. Yeah, well, may, well, okay, yes, but it'll be well, like I mean, entertaining. Okay. First of all, I don't think Megan's coming back. So I think Megan will be back. I don't know how long it's going to be. I, yeah, well, I mean, I think she'll come back, but it could be a very long time. But anyways, so yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to completely hate on Abby, but I'm not having fun is what I will say. (laughs) Um, I would like to get the Facebook viewers Uh impressions on Abby and share them with you. So I went into the Facebook comments, which is a, a treacherous place to go and I'd like to read you some of what I found um, so Terry this gal may be okay give her a chance Sunny Honey is so one-sided she does not try to see the other side she's going to buy more Nike I, I'll never buy any more in my life oh my and I have several pieces of Nike stuff I will also sell off any Nike stock I have Okay. Nike okay. stockholder right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A ra- so a racist doesn't like Sunny. <laughs> and like Surprise, Abby. surprise. Yeah. Okay, Robin. I've been a loyal fan since the show first aired. Having escaped Southern Utah mentalities, <laughs> I'm going to be boycotting your show until you what? remove Miss Huntsman oh, okay. and the Mormon point of view. She's a Mormon. Mormon? She's an ex-Mormon. She left the Mormon faith because she is pro-gay. So that's a positive. Well, hello. Let's celebrate that. That's where that highlight is coming from. Yeah. Yeah. That's why her makeup is so good. Yeah. She's pro gay people doing her hair and makeup. Um, Marianne, don't sure about Abby. She seems a little stuck up. Why don't we just get 
everyday person who has no ties to Fox, ABC, CBS, or NBC have people from the audience come have their view. No! Bad ideas from this Facebook user. (laughs) Um, Barbara. Abby, I used to watch you on Fox and Friends, but I definitely will not watch you on The View. I don't watch The View anyway, but definitely won't watch you now. You will be eaten alive by Joy and Whoopi. They run the show and will not really allow you your thoughts. It's crazy because, in fact, it's only been Sunny that has really, like, stood up to her. Yeah. And I will say, like, that we can talk about it later, but that was, like, the the Puerto Rico day was the only day that Abby even, like, spoke. Anyways. Sonia. The View is becoming a satellite of Fox News. The big producer at The View is an ultra right wing. They're going to keep joy with her mouth shut. Brian? Candy (laughs) Carter (laughs) of the ultra right wing. Um, Andrea, not crazy about the new girl. I disagree with her already. At first, I thought she came from a Mormon family, but her sister is dressed very unmormonly. Oh, yeah. Her sister, the stand up comedian. Right. I mean, I didn't think her sister's outfit looked... Unmormonly? I don't even remember what it looked like. It was yeah. so plain to me. I also don't think I know enough what about contemporary mean? Mormon fashion yeah. <laughs> to be able to make a statement about it. Okay. Well, I'm glad that Sonia brought up Abby yeah. and her sisters mm-hmm. because last night I was working very late <laughs> and I went crazy and uh-huh. I decided to like really find out who abby huntsman is because i don't think i'm ever gonna find out from the view yeah and sometimes the best way to find something out about someone is to find out who their family is exactly and so i learned that um as we mentioned on our last episode abby's father is a diplomat for yeah Russia and he in 2012 ran for leadership of the Republican Party it was like when Mitt Romney was running and um her and her two sisters threw all of their support behind their dad obviously and they were really like vocal on the campaign trail Mm -hmm. and I learned that like they were supposed to kind of be like the second coming of like Meghan McCain and like the Bush daughters in that they were being like we're we're logged on like yeah. we use Twitter to campaign for our dad and like we're right. young and cool. The same way that Megan McCain had like a blog about her dad during uh, <laughs> the campaign. Um, so I found their Twitter account and it, it's no. it's they go they like referred to themselves as the John twenty twelve girls. So um, <laughs> so we have. Um, Sounds kind of girls gone wild, like that handle. Yeah, the John 2012 girls <laughs> gone wild. Um, so basically, the Huntsman's daughters, there's uh, Marianne, who is a pianist. A pianist. Um, and then there's Liddy, who uh-huh. is... It sounds an aspiring like, comedian. So she's the funny one. It sounds like you're naming the Babysitter's Club. <laughs> there's Marianne. There's Liddy. There's Abby. Right. So Marianne's the pianist. Liddy is the funny one. And Abby is the brunette. Um, <laughs> and It's also like you're, the, you're naming the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> there's the pianist. There's the funny one. And there's the brunette. Um, <laughs> And they also had this YouTube channel and, um, well, Liddy has a YouTube channel and then there's also the John 2012 girls and they uh-huh. only have two videos. Uh-huh. There's a video of, um, Liddy doing standup. It's, it's okay. It's not. What's her material like? Is it like, about like, is it like edgy or no, is it it's like about like millennials don't you hate when it's about like your um, husband won't let you use the phone after 8 p.m it's not like that <laughs> at all it's just like millennials are so this like people Avocado say this toast. exactly okay. um it's fine and then i found this other video from the john 2012 girls <laughs> days that i'm gonna share with you okay. now it's a song that they remixed. I'm just gonna play it for you. Okay. We're bringing husband back. They're bringing what? The rest of them is one big circus act. We're right behind the guy who's right on track. 
I believe that abortion should be safe and legal. Tell us new what's your game. Mickey Mouse games. Rick Perry, what's your stance? I stepped in it, man. Dr. Paula Michelle, we heard what you said. Auditing the fear. Repeal Obamacare. That's all, folks. See you later. John Huntsman, the real job creator. And there you go, everyone. <laughs> the John 2012 Girls and Abby Huntsman, the new co-host of The View. I will say it has the same production quality as when the Westboro Baptist Church oh does God. their music videos <laughs> yeah, or it remixes. Does. Yeah. 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 Yep. So anyways, keeping an eye on her. <laughs> I'm literally speechless. <laughs> I think I'm, I should get an award for finding this that. Type you and of... if you and Ronan Farrow teamed up, <laughs> oh my god! The things we would the find. things you'd find, yeah. yeah. Your mind. <laughs> uh, so, in other view updates, I guess um, the first week of the view was largely just about Megan's absence and John McCain's funeral, um, and there was like. A lot of discussion about mm-hmm. it. Um, Sunny and Joy went together, and um, Whoopi tried to go. What does that mean? <laughs> so, Whoopi tried to go. Did to she the... try to go the way that, like, sometimes I try to go out, but really, <laughs> just at home watching Ninety Day Fiance? She just said all Whoopi said was that her plane didn't work. Her okay. <laughs> So, people, if you know Whoopi really well, you, you know, know that she hates flying. Her, and you know that when her plane doesn't work. But she hates flying. She's, uh-huh. like, terrified of flying. Like, that's why she, like, notoriously has a tour bus that she drives every, personally drives everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and so I guess there was an issue with the plane and she got spooked and, like, didn't want to take it. Right. It reminded me... I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before, but um, uh, speaking of Whoopi's bus, there were. <laughs> have I ever told you about when her bus broke down in Moncton, New Brunswick? No. no. Oh, I've never told you this? No. So um, Marie and I are, are both from the Maritimes, and New Brunswick is small province. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this for our American listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all three of them. And Moncton is like a small city where I was born. And it's where my like dad lives. Um, so Whoopi was doing a show at the casino there, mm. and mid set, someone was like, "Your bus is on fire." Someone ran in and was like, "Stop the show! You in danger, girl!" She, <laughs> and she just was like, "My bus is on fire, and I have to go." It's a show in Moncton that Whoopi Goldberg will remember. I was sitting in the front row. Brian Cormier says Goldberg's comedy act at Casino New Brunswick on Saturday night had the crowd laughing, but about an hour into the show, people began smelling smoke. And at some point, uh, people were getting a little, seemed to be getting a little bit concerned, Nancy. And then at the back of the room, we heard a bit of a kerfuffle. I think some staff came in and said, the fire department is here, or we have to leave or something. And then staff talked to her. And then she said, uh, my bus is on fire, and uh, uh, we're going to have to leave. <laughs> and then, like, the fire department came. Oh there was like God. It was, like, a big news story. <laughs> and so they put the fire out, and then Whoopi, like, took pictures with all the firefighters. And then um, she tweeted, no, she, like, posted a Facebook video uh-huh. and was like, thank you to the people of Moncton, Ontario. No! Wrong province. <laughs> Wrong province. Goldberg made her first comments about her night in Moncton in a Facebook video late today. I'm fine. I just wanted y'all to know I was in Moncton, Ontario. She may have got the province wrong, but her appreciation for Moncton is clear. The greatest folks, greatest cops, greatest fire department, thank you for all your concern and to everybody in Moncton that made a, a great evening possible on stage for me. Bye. Oh my god. Yeah. So anyways, that's how Whoopi likes to travel by bus. So there's an issue with her planes. So she didn't go to the funeral. You would think that a bus um just like blowing up would be more of a bad sign to you than just like flying. Yeah. <laughs> um so they were discussing on the view how Jared and Ivanka were at the funeral and like uh-huh. all of the controversy about them not being 
not let them like crashing the funeral and um they also like i don't think they were talking about it but like there was also a lot of like news stories about how sarah palin was not invited to the funeral uh-huh. but the real tea that no one is talking about is that nicole wallace from the view and former campaign like aide to john uh-huh. mccain was also not invited to the funeral and i know no one cares about nicole wallace but <laughs> i feel like that i feel like the mccains are so mad at everyone who was involved in that campaign mm-hmm. and they refuse to risk to take any responsibility and they're just like blaming everyone else for him not winning yeah that it totally makes sense to me that they would be like that's our enemy we're not inviting her i just think it's important to point out that like a former view co-host <laughs> <laughs> nicole wallace yeah. was so like deeply involved with yeah. John McCain and then now John McCain's daughter is a view co-host yes. and like the family hates Nicole Wallace probably um so like if you don't know her involvement she was like his spokesperson during his campaign and uh-huh. she was like oh she was a White House communications director under Bush and then was like a spokesperson on the campaign for McCain and she also w- was like um like responsible for like prepping Sarah Palin and she had a big falling out with Sarah Palin. Is she in the movie? Like does someone play her? I'm getting Okay, We've talked about this before. I know, but now I can't remember who plays her in the movie. Yes. I'm getting it because (laughs) like, so um, when Sarah Palin went on Katie Couric and Katie asked her like, what newspapers do you read? And she couldn't read a single newspaper. Yes. Sarah Palin blamed Nicole Wallace for that. And they had a big falling out. And Nicole was like, publicly critical of Sarah Palin and then um when the book Game Change came out uh-huh. Nicole like fully cooperated and just like told the truth of the situation and um then it turned into a movie starring Julianne Moore and Sarah Paulson who played Nicole Wallace <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> was Sarah Paulson invited to the funeral I, d- I don't think so. Okay. Great question. And then um, <laughs> McCain like saw this as a betrayal because she was so like frank about everything, I guess. Yeah. Um, and that's why she wasn't invited to the funeral. And wow. I just feel like we don't talk about Nicole Wallace and Megan McCain. And Sarah Paulson. <laughs> enough. It's just interesting to me how many people who are not invited to things show up, you know? Yeah. It takes yeah. a lot of balls. I would never ever think, especially a funeral to just, yeah. you know, not be invited, yeah, I but feel be like, like I'm going to, I'm going to go and, you know, not be turned away. Yeah, a wedding and a funeral are like the two big ones where if you show up, you're doing it to try to like ruin the family's day. Mm-hmm. Sherry Shepard has now gone 180 <laughs> days without sugar. <laughs> Hashtag crack hashtag cocaine she's looking very skinny she really posted on instagram skinny legend a picture of her with her shirt tucked in standing in front of her convertible and she (laughs) said am i dreaming or is the tuck-in game real i've always worn my shirt out to cover what i didn't want you to see over 180 days off hashtag sugar I can't believe to describe how good I feel and the hashtag energy, hashtag focus, and hashtag peace I have. Do I want a hashtag cheesecake? Yeah, I do. But I want my hashtag life and my hashtag health more. Prayer hands. That's like literally... The use of hashtags (laughs) is the most concerning thing. That's me when I stopped eating Domino's every second day for like one week. And then tucked my shirt in. Hashtag. Someone at work said I looked fun. (laughs) In other news, <laughs> um, Omarosa stopped by The View. Uh-huh. A very different appearance than her last one. Yes. The last time she was on The View, Sunny had some things to say. She came on our show and was rude to my co-host. She was rude to Joy, and she is nasty for sport. And uh, I am not a fan. And that's why, instead of being in the White House, she's in the Big Brother house. Cut to, and she also like Omarosa also told Joy, she hopes that Joy finds joy in her life. Oh yeah, it was awful. Oh my god. So now Omarosa since book title there though. Yeah. Yeah. 
So now Omarosa, um, since being fired from the White House and appearing on Celebrity Big Brother, <laughs> is and releasing her book and all of the tapes about Donald Trump and is back. And releasing the tea to Ross Matthews. Yes. Is back on The View. Except this time, she's like getting along with Joy like two old friends. Yeah. And she, her book is called Unhinged Baby. Baby. <laughs> the cover art I thought looked really, really cheap. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's just like a far away picture of her and Trump. Yeah, it just looks like a book that you would like find at Costco. In the unhinged, it's sort of like the word, one word is hanging. Like, yeah. it's, you know. It's unhinged. It's unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> like, get it? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it's saying to you. Yeah. Get it? Um, the other thing Omarosa revealed is that she, Donald Trump coached her on for her last That's view so crazy. appearance and told her to go after them. Yeah. And she's claiming that that's why she was so crazy at them. Yeah, crazy if true. A couple things struck me about it. Um, number one, uh, he, he basically coached you before you came on the show he last did. time. He was so upset because he said that you was constantly in his face, in Melania's face. Yeah. He had a whole story. He had this whole story about you know, y'all's relationship. Yeah, he, he, said, he said that um, we used to be friends, which is not true. I went to his wedding, but that's because I knew somebody else. I was never friends with he him. Thought, he thought you were his friend. And, and, that, and that I kissed his ass. I, I don't want that self-tanning on my lips, OK? <laughs> but uh, people say to me, how come he doesn't go after you girls? I said, I don't think he cares about us. No, he's watching. He Hi, Donald. Do you believe Omarosa? I don't know. I, f- I feel like we never see the real Amorosa. Like, even when we were watching the video and you're like, she's so different. She's, like, being more real. It's like, do we even know if that is her being real? Or is it her, like, playing this different personality of, like, now I'm your friend. Your friend Amorosa. <laughs> she's a shapeshifter. Yeah. I haven't believed her since she was on The Apprentice and was pretending that the cement hurt her when it hit her in the head. <laughs> She's been crying wolf for so long, but I will say, like, it seemed like a new Omarosa when she was on the show, but, like, I don't know if you can really, like, trust everything that mm-hmm. that she says. Yeah. I want to hear the tapes, you know? The tapes don't lie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fool I- me once, shame on me. No. <laughs> shame, on, shame on you. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Don't pee on my shoe and tell me it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the thing about um, the Omarosa interview is that, like, I'm now in this weird position where I, like, really miss Megan because yeah. it would have been, like, s- really spicy if Megan, Megan had have, been there. You know that Megan would have had a question prepared that she would have gotten so nervous and tried to spit it out. <laughs> But would have panicked and ended up and been yelling like, it. Why are you such yeah. a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so oh, also my last view update. Uh-huh. Um Sarah Haynes has begun work on GMA Day. <laughs> I didn't think we would have to talk about it. Do we know what hour that is now? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like one PM maybe. I think Nobody it's knows. 1 PM. it's hard to like find videos of it because it's all just like part of gma it's all what fodder not really talking about (laughs) anything yeah but i'm just mean like it's under the umbrella of gma so it's hard to like search gma day yeah it's really hard actually so i I have barely seen it from what i've seen my love for sarah is unwavering <laughs> well, we, w- we wish her well yeah and yeah. we just hope that she will check her dms yeah i hope because <laughs> we I definitely hope that she's happy her, so. yeah i hope that she's happy and i hope that when she feels happy she goes to twitter and opens up her dms do you know i think she's gonna like this more because i don't really know she didn't really seem to be so into the hard-hitting topics i think she likes doing the more the light stuff. Yeah, I think it's good for her. But, but the, the view is paying is, for it because now no one wants to do the lighthearted stuff. The problem That's is, true. as we go into a hot topics, is there was really no fun. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, sex robot There is topic. no sex robots, like, which is unheard of yeah. for the view. And I, to make it through two weeks with no sex robots? It's never happened. No. And I, I have to wonder if maybe, like, Sarah was producing Spicing it up. She had the bubbly personality. Yeah. We don't have that on the panel no. anymore. 
Abby, I don't know if you have that aside to you that's <laughs> like that. Let's. I want to see the girl who wrote, I'm bringing Huntsman back. True. <laughs> um, so <laughs> should we talk about some measly hot topics? Shall we go topics? for it? Shall yeah. We? It was mentioned on The View that um, John Legend Marie is just... <laughs> Sitting at the I'm table, so drawing a circle. <laughs> I haven't had a sip of alcohol over in over. weeks, and I've been she's, a nervous wreck. She's being the little boy from the ring when he just like draws like dark circles. <laughs> she's sitting at the table just doing that. Um, yeah. So John Legend got an egot along yes. with Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice. Yes. Yes. Um, and they discussed this on the View. Um, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg has an EGOT. Yep. I just wanted to ask you guys, who do you think will be getting the next EGOT? Lady Gaga. What's an EGOT? An Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Absolutely. And there's only like 15 of them, people that have it. Okay. And Whoopi Goldberg is one of them. So like, who do you think could achieve that next? Do, we, do you know who's close to getting one? Because well, Lady Gaga has a Grammy... And, and a Golden Globe, but that's and not sure of it. She and could maybe have an for Emmy. American Horror Story. I don't. She got Golden the Globe, Globe. Oh, for okay. that. I feel like it's easy to get. An, like I have an Emmy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking to see who's close to getting one. But like, if you, I think Adele could get one in her lifetime. I know that's yeah. a weird thing to say, but I could see it happening. I could see her writing a song for a movie. Mm-hmm. And, or, oh, Adele's really close to getting one. What? She needs an Emmy and a Tony. Okay, an Emmy? She'll get that in a fucking second. She could get a Tony easy. If yeah. someone gets Viola Davis to record like a spoken word album, she'll get the EGOT because she's only missing the Grammy. Hmm. I bet you Viola could sing. <laughs> yeah. And Cynthia Nixon is close to getting one. All she needs is an Oscar. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Guys. I really thought that Cynthia <laughs> was going to win. Really? I really thought that she was going to win because everyone I follow on Twitter was like, woo, Cynthia. And then I saw a tweet that was like making fun of people who thought that she was going to win because they only follow lesbians who live in Brooklyn. And yeah. I was like, that's me. <laughs> I really thought she was going to win. And then everyone was like, yeah, duh. Um, Gabe, were you team Cynthia or team Cuomo? Cuomo. <laughs> um... I don't have a strong opinion. Maybe Team Cynthia. Probably my, living in a similar microcosm the of seeing so many of that, Cynthia mm-hmm. my, headlines. My real question was, are you Team Nikki or Team Cardi? <laughs> That's a great question. Honestly, I don't know anymore. In this climate, it's like very difficult to say that you're a Team Nikki. Now that she's come out multiple times supporting many different child abusers, mm-hmm. it's That's very true. difficult She's making it very hard. And then her rallying against Cynthia Nixon, that was the last straw and for me. And then Cardi B. Rallying for Cynthia Nixon. But really just against Nicki <laughs> against Minaj. Nicki. I do think that Nicki Minaj is close to being over. I think Cardi B is going to take mm-hmm. the throne. I think yeah. after Nicki Minaj went on the rant about Travis Scott and Kylie she Jenner's became, baby. Oh my God, her book could be called Unhinged Baby. Yes. And then she, like... Her everything on, I've heard from Queen Radio is like you just need to take a step back. Yeah. Um, for Nikki. Yeah. She hates people's babies. Yes, but also just like some, she's clearly become so obsessed with like um, being like number one yeah. on charts and stuff, and like that's not. You're not supposed no. to act like you care about no. that stuff. You're There's supposed, a yeah, deeper you're issue to there. Naturally, becoming you care about the music yeah. only. You're supposed to act like you actually like give no fucks about that. You're yeah. supposed to be like, that's why I didn't put Lemonade on Spotify. Like that should yeah. be your mentality. Mm. Okay. Um. A big hot topic was Puerto Rico, <laughs> as you may know. The president of the United States is trying to get credit for the way that he handled the hurricane in Puerto Rico, Uh saying that Democrats falsely reported how many deaths there were. So he said 3,000 people did not die in the two hurricanes that hit Puerto Rico. 
when I left the island after the storm had hit, they had anywhere from 6 to 18 deaths. As time went by, it did not go up by much. Then, a long time later, they started to report really large numbers, like 3,000. I think Puerto Rico was incredibly successful. <laughs> the location is tough um, oh during God. a hurricane due to the inability to transport vital equipment and supplies by truck. It was one of the best jobs that's ever been done with respect to um, what this is all about. And Whoopi asks, how does that make you feel? It's so insane. It's really bad. But it's like, I don't even have the energy to talk about it because he's fully lying and being like, no, these people didn't die when they li they literally died. They're literally dead. Um, what I do want to talk about is when Abby was trying to explain possibly why Puerto Rico didn't get the same care as a place like Houston or something that has been affected by a hurricane. And she basically was like well um sometimes because we can't see it on a map um it's harder to get to those places because we don't just have cars to go and give it to them it was the miss universe it was the girl. miss universe girl in the iraq in and the iraq as. and some people don't have maps yeah that was literally her answer yeah it's sad, it's sad to me that a natural disaster has to get political and right now you're having the blame game where locals on the ground are blaming FEMA. FEMA is, is blaming locals. I don't think President Trump is solely to blame for what happened. Puerto Rico had a number of their own problems before Maria even hit. Uh, they were filing for bankruptcy. They had uh, well, a power grid the, that was in chaos. So that's to, because under the Jones Act, Puerto Rico has, has lost $537 million a year. The United States government has pillaged and raped Puerto Rico since what the is, very beginning. What is that? I think she got read to filth by Sunny. Yeah. Sunny did her homework. Yeah. Uh -huh. She knew what was going on. Yeah. And she was talking all kinds of stuff about the Jones Act, which I didn't know about. Uh -huh. Abby looked really unprepared. Abby also didn't know about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This was like the closest thing to like a real dis like discussion. type yeah. of discussion yeah. that you want to see yeah. on The View yeah. because Sunny is very passionate about Puerto Rico and she knows her shit. And Abby she wants to make a point but she doesn't have anything to point back to it make. up with yeah, yeah. yeah. clearly so she, she was like very on the side of like we did do enough is like the mm -hmm. message that she was trying to go forward with but she had no actual yeah. evidence of that because they hadn't and then abby got her ass handed to her but like when usually in a view fight when megan say it had been megan and sunny it would have been a similar like conversation but Megan doesn't get intimidated by like talking to people who are like older or more experienced than her. She like doubles down yeah. and like really like puts her like just like digs in deep and still goes for it, even though halfway through she's realized that she's probably wrong. Abby, it seems to be a little um, she like seems to get uh, like not scared, but she's like, oh, I'm not going to fight with someone who like. You know, so she kind of just like backed down. She gets was silent. Like, she yeah, respond. she was like intimidated. Uh, and whose fault? I mean, everyone's pointing fingers at each other. But the fact that you had, you know, thousands and thousands of boxes of water and you had truckloads of resources and food, it never ended up getting to the people that needed it the most on the ground in Puerto Rico. That's heartbreaking. I'm so glad you and brought we, that up. And we need that? to learn from that. Well, everyone's blaming each other. I'm so glad you brought that up, Abby. <laughs> this falls squarely on the shoulders of FEMA and the lackluster and really grotesque response. Well, where were the locals, though? What was their role? Trying um, they <laughs> had just gotten hit by a hurricane. There was yeah. no coordination. Yeah. My, my point is... That's where they were. She's Piper Parabo yeah. working her first shift at the Coyote Ugly Bar. Yeah. Your girl can't keep up, Liz. Yeah. That's Abby Huntsman on The View. So far, yeah. She's not ready. Mm-mm. Um, She's Tiff she needs she's the not other girls. Tiffany Haddish, she ready. She's she the needs the other girls to take her out for a makeover, like in Coyote Ugly. <laughs> she and needs to drop some of those <laughs> animal prints that she's wearing. <laughs> Rip her shirt into a crop top. Yeah. <laughs> there Tease was her hair out. Uh -huh. I like the hair. It's so glossy. I would love to know like what hair treatment she's using, but she wore that leopard blazer. I don't know if you saw it. And mm -hmm. then she did a snake skin. I think there's too many animal prints going <laughs> that, on. That was really the only time I liked what she was wearing. Oh, you liked that one. <laughs> I thought it wore her. Um, another like huge topic 
um, on the view uh-huh. this last week was the Les Moonves uh-huh. dude. Just um, yeah, just to um, make it clear, we're not talking about Sweden's hottest new electro queer band, <laughs> Les <laughs> Moonves. Yeah. So, um, if you don't know, which I'm sure you probably do, um, <laughs> the head of CBS uh-huh. was had to step down or was removed, I guess, ousted, you could yeah. say, for um, accusations of sexual assault mm-hmm. that came out in a in a Ronan Farrow piece. Yes, there's like at least six women. Yeah, yeah. six accusers. Yeah, um, and. He happens to be Julie Chen, host of The Talk and host mm-hmm. of Big Brother US's mm-hmm. husband. Did you know? And okay, if this isn't 100%, like if the dates and the numbers aren't perfect, forgive me because this is like secondhand information. But did you know that he was married and got uh, his divorce exp- like, because like, of like expedited Chen. because of like he got like a fast track on his divorce for Julie and they got married nine days after it was it went through yes whoa did you also know that Julie had eyelid surgery yes okay um I didn't know either of these things that out there so okay a little she um yes he did leave his wife for Julie Chen yeah and his wife and children said that they would never watch CBS ever (laughs) again because it's too painful that's a good sign yeah um and she did have eyelid surgery which she's talked about on the purely talk. aesthetic on the, yeah she talked about it on the talk um uh-huh. because it, she wanted to look i wasn't more. bringing bringing that up in any sort of judgment it was more so just an interesting fact yeah, it is an interesting <laughs> make of it what you will yeah yeah um also did you know that julie chen was not the first choice to host big brother who was meredith vieira <gasps> Oh my God. Well, yeah. imagine the world we'd be living in. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. I thought that I really liked Julie Chen this whole time, but I guess you don't really know someone until you find out right. that their husband because has been. Because we had a robot. We, so, <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> if you were watching Big Brother um, last week during the live eviction episode, uh-huh. Julie Chen signed off the show saying from outside the big brother house i'm julie chen moonves which she has never said before she only goes by julie chen so um she also said here with brent (laughs) and the the guy's name was brett but she was a lot people are are um guessing that she was so worked up about what she was about to say that she flubbed the guy's name so after these accusations came out um moonvez (laughs) he denied it all of it he released a statement (laughs) saying that he he it's all a lie fabricated and it's all exaggerations yeah yeah and then julie chen right after released her own statement that said I have known my husband, Leslie Moonves, since the late 90s, and I've been married to him for almost 14 years. Leslie is a good man and a loving father, a devoted husband, and inspiring corporate leader. He has always been a kind, decent, and moral human being. I fully support my husband and stand behind him and his statement. So Julie Chen is agreeing all these women are liars. And then on Big Brother, doubles uh-huh. down, saying, yeah. I'm Julie Chen Moonves. It's like, okay, I'm going to play it like we could give her the benefit of the doubt and be like when something if you really didn't know and all of this is coming up maybe your automatic response is to be like no it's all fake and I'm standing by and then maybe in six months you'll look back when you've like processed all of it and been like oh I shouldn't have done that so maybe that's something that will happen or she could just be like like full of bs and be not great well I I will see. say I I've always loved Julie Chen, yeah. even though she was the host of the talk. I've <laughs> always loved her. It's yeah. just the end of Julie Chen. I think it might be because you like so She's when Harvey Weinstein when Harvey when Harvey Weinstein yeah. went down, his wife Georgina Chapman, uh-huh. she didn't come out and say, "I stand by my husband no. and his statement." blah 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 she just said like please don't talk to me right now yeah and she kind of just like 
said nothing on it and she was like i need a second and the public yeah of course and all these things yeah and the public maybe some people were like blaming her or whatever but for the most part people were like don't blame georgina like we don't know what she knew and if we can't judge her they have Mm -hmm. children like Mm -hmm. blah 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 julie chen is taking a completely different approach because she's not just being like um saying nothing (laughs) she's being like these women are liars yeah so and she's being going a step further on big brother to be like i'm julie chen moonves Mm -hmm. she's being like smug about it yeah but here's the thing is like sometimes like people react to things differently sometimes you can like go to someone and be like i've been the person who's been like your partner is cheating on you and that and they get so mad at you and like suddenly you're the bad guy because they're like they would never do that and then a year later they're like lol like yeah they were doing it and like my reaction was to like go on the defense and be like i'm standing by my partner so is this a personal story i said (laughs) yes this was a personal anecdote (laughs) full disclosure nobody issued a Um, a formal statement though (laughs) no but it's like maybe that's her that, maybe tea. that's how she that's her tea. maybe that's her tea and then in six months she'll be like wow i really shouldn't have done that in the moment it that's what i felt like i wanted to do or she could just be a crappy person it's really hard to call i feel like she'll wrap this season of big brother uh-huh. it'll be her last and i don't yeah. know if she'll be back at the talk my favorite thing to think about though is like the people in the Big Brother house have no idea they don't know what's, what's going, going on. on. So if one day Julie just isn't there anymore, I wonder what and they're Brent talking. Was thinking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And suddenly they're talking to Meredith Vieira. Yeah. <laughs> what are they gonna think? I yeah, I do think she'll finish out the season of Big Brother. That's like her show. Like that is but Julie's show. Now that she's done this. I honestly don't know if the CBS people are, are going to let her. her. Yeah. yeah, they might be like puller. Maybe. Um, it's just hard to believe. Yeah. It's hard to believe because like that's always been her show. Yeah. And imagine if it's she's been like un, it's like Jeff Pro. It's like if someone yeah. else hosted Survivor. Imagine you if you can't even imagine a, it. Like, we opened a Big Brother one day and it's Elizabeth Hasselbeck hosting it. I would love to see that. <laughs> That's not going to happen. She would make a good Survivor host, I've yeah. always thought. <laughs> Privately. I've always thought about it. I always have. Um, so, I think... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. go ahead. Well, do you think that the talk is going to get canceled? Because someone who thinks the talk is going to get canceled is Sharon Osbourne. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, on the talk, Julie um, released another statement saying, I'm taking a few days off from the talk, uh-huh. like, I'll see you on Big Brother. Um, and she wasn't there. So it was just the four others. And they f- had to talk about what happened. Yeah. And they all were like, we love Julie. We support Julie. But this man obviously has a problem. And Sharon Osbourne was like the most vocal. And then she even went on to say, like, usually when a new regime <laughs> yes. comes in, they clean house, implying that, like, the talk gonna is going to get canceled. It did feel a little bit like they were mourning the show and just yeah. like the somber mood yeah. that was going on. Imagine like, being Sarah Gilbert. Being imagine like, being. Why is everyone <laughs> ruining my life? <laughs> that. But also imagine being Eve and just being like, I just, I just got, got here. here. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's like when it's like, yeah, getting hired at a restaurant and then they're like, sorry, guys, we're closing yeah <laughs> what it's just yeah. it's weird because like i always have like hated the talk and like wanted to see the talk go down but like mm-hmm. i didn't want it to be because like yeah women were sexually assaulted yeah. and because julie chen didn't believe them like yeah that's not how i wanted to see this go julie has always been on like the right side of things for me in like when people were being extremely racist and horrible on big brother and she would call them out on it and stuff. Yeah. I always thought like, this is a woman who holds people accountable. (laughs) (laughs) I also think it's like good for the view to have this rivalry with the talk. (laughs) I was going to say it might be good for the views ratings to not have the competition. Yeah. 
Well, more people will have more time to tune into GMA Day now. For the <laughs> record, I'm pretty sure more people are watching The View. I think The View yeah. is doing better than the talk right now. Yeah. That makes sense to me. I think like, it always since has, before this. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, the talk won an Emmy over The View. Well, <laughs> that doesn't mean They much. can't just give it to The View every year. Yeah. But or any year. <laughs> the, but the Emmys are CBS. Exactly. Show. Exactly. Of so course, they're going to give it rigged, to The Talk. You know? Yeah. Um, it just... It's just, it's very weird. Someone yeah. who spoke out about this that mm-hmm. I thought was really funny was Kathy Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> oh. She is, she's really like lost it on Twitter lately. She released the DMs between her and Julie. She said she reached out to Julie right after she released her statement and she was like, uh, I'm not judging you. Like, um, I'm happy to come on your show and like, uh-huh. we don't have to talk about like the whole yeah. thing. And then after Julie like doubled down on this, Kathy <laughs> sent her a text and took a screenshot of the text that she sent Julie. And it said, it you know what, Julie, I've changed my mind. Fuck you and your misogynistic husband. You two deserve each other. Oh, and tell him Kathy fucking Griffin said hello. Bye, bitch. I love the new Kathy Griffin, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then she went on to, like, just talk shit about CBS. And um, she, like, showed a letter that she got after the Trump head thing that was, like, from someone at CBS telling yeah. her her career is over if she doesn't Did apologize. It, didn't and, the, at the same time that the report came out about him, like, assaulting women, they also revealed that he personally tried to ruin Janet Jackson's career. Yeah. Because part of the investigation revealed that he had like purposely made it impossible for any shows to do anything with Janet. But when Justin Timberlake apologized, he was like, we good, we good, yeah. brah. Kathy included yeah. this in her thread as well. She, it was of talking about how when the Super Bowl thing happened, um, Moonves didn't feel like Janet was apologetic enough. So I guess like the Grammys happened right after the yeah. Super Bowl. And Janet and Justin were both set to reform separately. And he gave them an ultimatum and was like, if you like tearfully publicly uh-huh. apologize, then you can still perform on the Grammys. And Justin did. And Janet didn't. Cause why the fuck should Janet do that? She's an icon. Like, yeah. She yeah. Also it happened to her and she doesn't have to fucking yeah. do anything. She doesn't want to do. Yeah. She's Janet Jackson and she's going to yeah. be fine. And, who and also that goes, that like totally gives you an idea of his idea of how like women being in the wrong if they get assaulted yeah. like yeah so janet wasn't able to perform the grammys and he tried to supposedly ruin her and then kathy also attached a segment of the talk of julie chen talking about it ah. and she's being like super smug about it and being like well uh they both were told to apologize one of them did and one of them didn't and like was like smiling about it because obviously oh she's God. like intimately like involved in I whatever that's I hate Justin was. Timberlake so much Me too. that I like can't put it into words. I hate him too. I can't believe Abby did the remix of his song. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor choice. <laughs> Just like today's episode is all about connecting the dots. <laughs> Nicole Wallace. <laughs> Abby Huntsman. It's like Justin cereal. Timberlake. Yeah. We're doing a cereal <laughs> podcast. <laughs> okay so as we reach the end of the show it's time to do the view theater where we reenact iconic moments in the hopes that someone will find us and get our egot (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so i want to do a scene that i think is one of the best things that ever happened on the view wow. it's definitely nicole wallace's crowning achievement <laughs> on the show um and it's from like a very weird time it's after rosie perez left mm-hmm. and raven came in candace cameron beret came in but nicole and Whoopi were still there even though yeah. everyone else had left the show and they were sitting at a tiny like ikea <laughs> countertop because really like nicole and Whoopi were the only official 
people on the view uh-huh. and it's a five person show and they had two <laughs> co-hosts and it was just like weird also because nicole is like this political like normal woman uh-huh. and then now she has to sit beside an egot winner um a t- and two former child dj star. from full house <laughs> and, <laughs> and raven. raven from that's so raven <laughs> yeah and she's like sarah Pal- palin's like former she's like sarah paulson played me in a movie yeah <laughs> so it was just like a weird time and um uh, this is why i love nicole because she like I accidentally like puts Raven in check. Yeah. I don't even think it was on purpose really. It was like it came out. She just was like a normal woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're talking about how candidates, I think was it Ben Carson? Yeah. Was on the campaign trail complaining about having to take selfies with people. So we're gonna act it out for you. Today I will be playing Whoopi Goldberg. Marie will be playing Nicole Wallace. And Candace Cameron Bure, mm-hmm. two, two really important Republican iconic white ladies. <laughs> and Gabe, you will be playing another iconic white lady. Raven Simone. <laughs> okay. Oh, I forgot to mention another reason you why this me. scene. Another reason why this scene is important is because Whoopi like openly calls out the fact that um, Nicole Wallace is about to be fired. Oh my God. And that Whoopi's contract also had not been officially renewed. Got it. And she awkwardly draws attention to that. Got it. (laughs) Um, Okay. Action. Speaking of pale, the candidates running for office are all trying to connect with voters, which means they'll be posting, posing for a lot of selfies. But uh, most of them are game. But apparently Ben Carson, who I forgot was running, just wrote an op-ed asking people to stop with the selfies already. Is this part of the campaign stuff? This is the new thing, right? So why is he upset? Too many people asking for his photograph? I mean, I don't have a problem with selfies as long as you ask me first. I actually don't like signing my name anymore because my hand gets a cramp. But if you want me to vote for you... Are you you that famous? (laughs) I'm sorry. And that's why I love you, Nicole. That's why I love you. Keep me in check as you should. Keep me right in check. I know this one is... I... I used to be when I was on the Cosby show. Not anymore. That's a lot of signatures to get a cramp. Yeah, back in the day when I was famous. Back in the day. Not back in the day, still. I mean, you know, when I had the TV show. Listen, get over it. You still got a TV show. You're on this one, and yeah. I'm just messing with you. The the two of us, (laughs) we're not sure. But you are definitely here. But go ahead. I just feel, yeah, there's an elephant in the room and I just tapped it on the shoulder. Go ahead, baby. I think you kicked it somewhere else. But I don't know. It's different. I mean, back in the day, it was Polaroids, I guess. But we listened to all your talking and all of your points and they're saying they don't like selfies because they're not able to look you in the eye. Well, just him, because I'm with you. If you want to connect with voters and what they want to do is take a selfie with you, you stand there and take a selfie. You take a selfie. You stand there for a minute and take the damn selfie. Well, I mean, I think it whatever they want. I've also been on the speaking circuit for a long time and you get behind and you do those meet and greets and when you have spoken for an hour, you want to talk to people, you want to engage and sometimes they're more interested in just the photo to post on Instagram, which in a presidential election is huge. I mean, you want that, but at the same time, your cheeks are, it's more tiring to smile for a photograph than it is for me just to sign my name. But I just hope that the people are there for the right reasons and not to just get a selfie and post it with the candidate. Listen, if you're going to get a selfie with me, then you know you're getting on my Instagram right next to my picture of Beyonce and Rihanna, which makes you just as famous, which is why they were mad that people care more about pop culture than they do politics. We're trying to make you popular. Suck it up. Like, amazing. (laughs) 
two two like D-list celebrities, yeah. Candace and Raven, complaining about my cheeks hurt. Yeah. Next to Nicole Wallace being yes. like, "What the fuck?" And Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> and who an like everyone knows icon. who Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg, Goldberg is, and she has nothing to say. She doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. 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 I feel like Whoopi's not gonna smile in the selfie you take with her. She'll just yeah. look at the camera. Oh, but for ex- sure. No expression. Yeah. No, you know, she doesn't need to. Yeah. <laughs> she can communicate with just a look. That's how good of an actor she is. Uh, okay, well, um, on that note, everybody, <laughs> gonna sign off. Um, I'm Julie Chen Moonves. <laughs> Have a great day, everyone. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Deja the View Pod. Mm, hit that subscribe button if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to leave a rating and a what, Gabe? <laughs> Like, subscribe, follow. A review. <laughs> a review. A review. A review. For Christ's sake. <laughs> Have a great day, everyone, and take a little time to enjoy bringing Huntsman back. Take us home, Abby. <laughs> See you later. John Huntsman, the real job creator. GOP. Join the hunt. GOP. GOP. We're bringing Huntsman back.